Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everybody. It's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. If you haven't yet, check out our special guest episode with Al Franken this week. It, it, we dropped it a few days ago. It, it's getting a lot of listens. And if you haven't uh, heard it, uh, you really need to. And we'll link to it in the show notes. It's Look, he, he, he's very serious. There are some funny parts, but you know his, his thoughtful read on what's going on, I think, is really important. Uh, and he's a great voice for the cause. That's That's yeah. what got me. I mean, he was like... You, you knew he'd be funny. You knew he'd have some good one-liners, but like his, he really knows his stuff. Yeah, he and does. the way he's able to kind of explain it really, really tightly and, and in, a, in a way that's understandable to a lot of people was. Yeah, I, so, I think that was a pleasant surprise. So yeah, I, I agree. And from you know filibuster reform to to uh, what's wrong with the Senate, uh, his experience there, how he got involved in politics or caught the bug in the first place, I mean, all really interesting stuff. And his read on the media, you know, from where he started Air America to what we're seeing now with Fox and, you know, in the right wing outrage machine, all, all really interesting stuff. I, I hope you'll give it a listen. So also, if you're looking to help those affected by Hurricane Ian, we'll include a link in the show notes with charities that you can help. People really need help down there. And uh, we all should pitch in. That's what uh, uh, that's the whole thing about common, you know, cause, common purpose and and helping our neighbors is real important if you have the wherewithal to do it. We've got less than six weeks until Election Day. Alex, where should we get started today? So I, I wanted to go to Arizona, but but more generally, we're, we're kind of past the point where primary season's over. All the candidates that had to run really far to the right to win their primaries and get Trump's endorsement to win their primaries and they're all trying to whitewash it, right? We've covered it before. People deleting stuff off their websites, trying to appear more moderate, um, you know, trying to avoid supporting like the big lie or anything like crazy on abortion. I wanted your take on how successful has that been now that it's had time to burn in a little bit? And, and can anyone really do it? And I think it's really tough to do. You know, it's increasingly hard for these Trumpist candidates to appear moderate in, in, in general elections. In fact, when they try to do it, they actually lose some of their MAGA base. So it, it, and it's particularly hard when every day another bit of news or facts come out sort of exposing what happened on January 6th, the big lie itself being a big lie, uh, the violence. Uh, and I think that's becoming increasingly clear, the violence that was inspired, not just that day, but now, um, you know, we're starting to see these numbers where, where, you know, Literally 15 million Americans believe that uh, they should use force to, to make sure Trump's not indicted. Well, that, the more that kind of fervor is out there and the more there are people on the right saying stuff like that, it makes it tougher if you're a MAGA candidate. Uh, one, do you support that stuff? And two, and they increasingly do use violent language in their speeches. We're seeing that. 
Uh, and at the same time, if you try to moderate from that, are those folks going to, you know, it's only, uh, you know, 5% of the election electorate, but they need all 5% of those violent crazies, right? So to be competitive. So I think it's, it's, it's really tough. You look at uh, Arizona, Masters went hard right in the primary and is trying to delete the, the Trump anti-abortion stuff from his website uh, and appear moderate. It's, it's clearly not working. You know, New Suffolk poll has him down 49 to 42, uh, Mark Kelly in the lead there at 49. Uh, and importantly, he's losing independence by 15 points. So, Which is huge in Arizona. Yeah. 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 So you, you see this and, you know, other polls have, uh, you know, masters unfavorables through the roof compared to other candidates. You know, Hobbs, uh, the Democratic candidate for for governor, his 46 positive, 42 negative. Lake, uh, her crazy MAGA opponent, 43 positive, 53 negative. Kelly's 50, 46. Masters, 37, 54. Now, Lake's not far behind him. Him. You know, she's at 43.53. He's at 37.54. That governor's race a little tighter. But I think, you know, it's independents that are that are the problem for these for these Trump as candidates is uh, they're just too extreme for even independents that lean Republican. Well, I, I think the I, 538 did an analysis, but in, in the new Suffolk poll, I think they literally have independents saying that that Masters is, quote, slippery unquote. So it's clear that they're kind of, they don't want to see, the, the MAGA base does not want to see their people kind of turning around and basically abandoning them to get general election votes. Yeah, no, that's right. And, you know, so I think that's part of what's happening here. Like they said, they're sort of, you know, between a rock and a hard place. If they, if they try to moderate, they, they, they look slippery and lose their uh, lose elements of the MAGA base if they hold on to, and, and uh, talk crazy to energize the MAGA base and get them out. Uh, they push away independents and a lot of Republican women, younger Republicans, college-educated Republicans. That's happening. Joe, I do want to ask you, you mentioned the governor's race, and this kind of gets to some of our reader questions, but you mentioned it's a lot tighter. What do you make of the fact that those same polls that have you know, a, a pretty big split Masters losing by seven, but Carrie Lake's only losing by like one or two to Katie Hobbs. Well, I mean, a couple of things. One, as I pointed out, Lake's negatives are, are approaching, uh, not quite there yet, but the, her fave unfave is, is uh, approaching Masters uh, numbers uh, uh, once. The, the second thing I'd point out, look, is, is Masters is running against a white male astronaut hero. I'm talking in terms of Maybe getting a few more Republicans to come over, um, a few. It may be easier for him to attract Bannon line voters, uh, voters that that we all think you know in the Lincoln Project are are gettable uh, for Democrats. That doesn't mean she won't get them as well, but I just think that that's part of the factor here. Uh, and she is in the lead. She does have much better favorables than uh, uh, than Lake. And so I, you know, again, and you see that 15 point independent split that's going on in Arizona. I'd still rather be a Democrat running against the crazy MAGA lake in this uh, in Arizona. You know, and that's the point. Even in Arizona, look, we keep talking about this, but these are supposed with with Biden's numbers being where they are and they've got to be even lower in Arizona. 
these people should they, they shouldn't be competitive you know we they they we should be getting drilled out there right instead um they've gone out they've done the crazy they you, you know and and Katie Hobbs is running against a Carrie Lake MAGA cult you know conspiracy nut now even in Arizona because you know because it it is Arizona that's going to make Carrie Lake's going to get votes folks you know this is going to turn out in Arizona I think again to be two things do democrats do women who are energized by the Dobbs decision come out and and do enough Bannon line uh voters uh Republicans former Republicans Republican leaning independents come across and vote many of them for the first time for Democrats and certainly you know Lincoln project we go after those Bannon line uh voters as much as we can uh in states like Arizona and at the same time as I said I think that's why Kelly uh you know astronaut you know served his country you know patriotic leader it's it those Bannon line voters are coming to him a little earlier, I think. And so I think, you know, that's the, the thing here. Can we get the Democrat? You know, can we get the energetic turnout that we need and at the same time get some of those Bannon line voters to come across for Katie Hobbs, given that, you know, Carrie Lakes, again, her favorable unfave is starting to line up along with Masters. This brings up kind of a, a broader macro point, Joe. In your experience in the past, have you seen any kind of, is it more likely that midterm voters will will split their ticket versus in like a big presidential? Well, I mean, first of all, we're seeing a lot less ticket splitting voting in any elections anymore because of the polarization and, and how sort of tribal uh, the politics has gotten. The one thing I'd say more likely is voter drop off. In other words, they 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 come in to vote for Kelly or they come in to to vote uh, for Katie Hobbs. And that was the race they're really interested in. And I mean, I'm, I'm talking about if you're a Republican woman, for instance, and you come in and you, you're coming in to vote for Hobbs because of uh, the Dobbs decision and you want a governor, you know, et cetera. The thing that I think mitigates, you know, that makes it more likely that they do both candidates there is, you know, the Senate actually decides whether who the next judges are, right? So, I, I mean, so, you know, so I don't, I don't even know if we'll see the drop off thing. I think where we may see the drop off, and this is really important. So, in other words, what happens is you, the Repu- the, you come in, you vote for Kelly, you vote for Dobbs, but you're a Republican who would normally that would either be somebody who would split later on or, or you know whatever. They you know do they stay in the booth and vote pro democracy for Secretary of State and some of the other offices uh, that go down lower, or do they just do that? Do they? come in and, and walk away. I think it's that's the issue here, not not ticket splitting, but how how deep down do some of these voters that would normally not be um, you know, particularly in a state like Arizona voting for for a Democrat for governor or senator, uh they come in, they're motivated by Dobbs or or something else and they and they vote uh with us. Do they stay in the vote in the booth and vote go then do they split? Do they go back? Right. And vote right. Republican for secretary of state. That's where I'm a little bit concerned for those down ballot races, because, as you know, I mean, secretary of state in Arizona <laughs> may be as important as the Senate race or the governor's race, depending on, you know, on how things turn out there in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. And I have one more follow up here. So and it, 
one more thing on the Arizona, because this was interesting in Virginia last year, and, and obviously with, with Masters and a lot of the MAGA candidates trying to kind of moderate. As a campaign manager, when you're, if, if we kind of rewind the clock a little bit, how do you balance what you got to do to win a primary versus then kind of keeping an eye towards the general against a candidate where you're probably going to have to be at least a little bit more moderate? Well, I mean, it's a different problem for a Republican candidate, a GOP candidate um, in in these primaries. Uh, uh, normally, you're you, in each party, you can be primaried by somebody, you know, in the Democratic Party, primaried by somebody on your left, uh, Republican Party, obviously primaried by a, a mega cult member, right? The, the difference is that the extremism in the Republican Party right now, the mega extremist wing of the party is so strong that you get pulled so far to the right. And there's no way to stop that. I mean, if you do, and we've seen this repeatedly, primary after primary, they yeah. abandon No, well, one, you're going to get killed. I mean, if, if there's a, a, a cult candidate to your right in the Republican Party, name me a rhino that's one. I mean, maybe Molinari, you know, who? Is he really a rhino? No, you're, you cannot win that primary unless you go far, far right. I'm not saying that thing doesn't happen, you know, happen in the Democratic Party. But if you think the Democratic left is extreme, it's not as far out there. You can win. You can moderate. You can thread the needle. There's a better, bigger chance of that uh, if you're if you're in a party where the wings are not that. Yeah, there's big splits in the in the party, but they're not a chasm like you had. I mean, to the point now where there are no what they would call rhinos left in the party. They've purged them all already. So now you've got in a lot of these primaries two extremists running against each other, trying to be more extreme uh, to win the 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 extreme base of their party. There's no way you can come back from that. I mean, it's just too it's too obvious, you know. I, you're you're trying to be the most extreme pro-life ban abortion at inception, and the next thing you're trying to do is erase your website uh, of any commentary right. on a, on abortion. You know, it's it, it it just looks. I mean, it's just too obvious and it's too clear what's going on, and no one believes it anyway. It's like uh, Officer uh, Fanon uh, was talking about the the trial yesterday. I'm not switching subjects, but the his attacker gets up and and kind of like says he wants to apologize, you know, et cetera, sort of so the judge will give him a, a, an easier sentence. And then uh, as they're walking out after the sentencing, the entire family turns around, and starts calling uh, Officer Bonone a piece of shit. You know, that's it's kind of obvious what's going on there. Well, this is the same thing that's happening with some of these uh, these nutcase extreme candidates, the anger, their hatred. And now all of a sudden they're trying to like, you know, you know, a softer, less loud uh, and erase what I said in the primaries. It's 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 very tough to do. And I th and I think, again, every day another candidate in the party says something crazy who and it affects and impacts the entire party. That's why I, I keep going back to New York 19 with Molinaro, uh, who isn't who wasn't among the most extreme candidates the Republican Party's nominated this year, and he gets beat by Ryan, who outperforms Biden in a in a toss-up kind of district. 
uh, that, that, that what happened to Molinaro just sort of tells you this, this, the crazy taint in the party has gone across the, the board. Like, look, this morning I read that uh, Karl Rove is also adjusting downward his take on the numbers of, uh, of House seats that Republicans are going to win. I think he, he was saying earlier, you know, 35 to 40 seats. Today, he, he says it's going to be uh, less than that, closer to 20 seats, I think, is, is what uh, the report I read. That's sort of indicative of how it is, you know, I, where I would disagree with, with Carl. And by the way, I've done, uh, you know, for years, I was uh, an analyst uh, counter to him. And I respect, I mean, I re- regardless of what you think about Carl, uh, his ability to read campaigns and to uh, look at the numbers and really project pretty accurately what's going to happen. I think there's there's still, I mean, I would put it more in the, you, you know, could Democrats, we could lose 10 seats, maybe pick up, yeah, I mean, maybe hold on to the House by, you know, three, four, maybe five at most, uh, but mostly, you know, barely held on two, three seats. Uh, and I think what what it's it, what's happening is, and what people are missing, including Carl, and we'll see, is this 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 exact point that they have a number, even in these toss up districts, particularly in these toss up districts, candidates that are too far, too extreme, tainted by the entire party writ large about Trump and what's happening, um, the trials of these. Uh, of you know, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and others that are happening. You know things that Roger Stone's saying, the Dobbs decision, uh, which I think clearly made it a you know a clearly I think writ large m- made people aware of how extreme you know voting Republican can have an impact of how extreme right. the court's gotten. And I think that's happening too. And I think you know what I'm saying is is when you see Karl Rove adjusting literally by half. Where you know the numbers of uh, House seats he thinks Republicans will gain, You're, that trend is clearly impacting. And by the way, we've got forty day, you know, uh, six weeks left. I think, as I've said from the beginning, um, I think it's going to be harder and harder for them to keep enough of their candidates' mouths shut. Uh, so they're going to say more crazy things. Anything, any shoe could drop in any of these Trump investigations. There's going to be another January 6th uh, committee hearing, uh, the last one. There's all kinds of things, uh, including, by the way, what's happening in the Ukraine, in, in Ukraine with Russia. You know, if if Ukraine causes the collapse of Putin's, you know, military in anywhere in the next 40 days, something like that, anything. I'm not predicting any of that. I'm just saying that there, I'd much, I, I think things are going to get progressively worse. Um, so when you see, Carl already lowering the number of seats, you know, down towards 20. I think that trend is clear. Everybody, you know, Cook Report, 538. Fox's own projections. Yeah. Yeah. Fox's own projections, right, show that that it's uh, a lot of them saying, you know, you know, single digit losses. Uh, so I think that trend is is locked in and I, it could worsen. Uh, now, we need that and we need to get our votes out. And we need them to, like I keep saying, that we can count on them to keep doing the crazies. 
So Joe, we do have a little time today to get to some good reader questions. And a lot of them this week were kind of coming in and, and asking from kind of your experience as a campaign manager. So figured we'd, we'd really get into that today. And there are two questions, one from Mary, one from Jeff, that are basically the same, but they, they wanted to know how much more room to maneuver do campaigns still have at this point? And how much of, of the cake is baked? It's It's not so much that it's baked, it's that strategically, you know, as a campaign manager, you have to get your votes out. And you also know, you know, what, whether it's the Bannon line voters or women with Dobbs, I mean, you're, you're going to start fine tuning. It's not changing the message. It's fine tuning the targeting. I mean, making sure that with the resources you have, every woman in your target group knows, you know, gets the message that they need to vote because of you know, what's happening with the Dobbs decision and, and, and women's rights, if you believe women's health, uh, you know, uh, if you know that's what their issue is. Um, it, look, there's all, all these things we just talked about that are happening, right? And people, you need to get every single one of your voters out. And you also need to know, look, persuasion in a polarized race like this um, you're talking about trying to move one, two points. You're not, there's not a lot of persuadable voters out there. So I think at this point, it starts to turn into how do you, what mechanisms, your field program, your door knocking, uh, your, your analytics deliver the right digital messages um, to women or, or to, to, you know, any other, uh, to younger men who are more likely to prioritize safe abortion access as a key voting issue post-Dobbs as well. So it's, it's literally figuring out as a campaign manager with whatever, you know, look, you, each of these campaigns has different level of resources. Certainly your, your broadcast television, uh, your bigger messaging has to be to a broader audience. You don't want to push voters away that you can win by, you know, uh, running an ad on television that, uh, that is, yeah, it's, it may get your base out, but it's going to push independents away. Yeah. You, that Republicans may have to do that, but Democrats do not. That's a big advantage. So you, you'll have, you, you, you know, those that have that kind of money will be on television with broader messages. But I think at this point you start to turn everything in these last few weeks to the specific, where are you, where are you going to get 3% of, of suburban women to move from the Republican column to the Democrat uh, column? And where are you going to move younger voters uh, to get to, get, and make sure that they vote? Uh, where, where are you sending your organizers and your volunteers um, to door knock? And you're, I don't think at this point you're going to be t sending people to doors that you think with the notion that they can persuade them. You know, you're not knocking on a Trump voter's door saying, hey, vote Democrat, right? No, it's not going to happen. Uh, but where where are the people that you need to knock on the doors, you know, find uh, what do they need to make sure they vote? Are they voting early? Uh, do they, you know, do they need help getting to the polls? Uh, are they registered? Uh, you know, I mean, if the registration is still open, uh, all these kinds of things, I think, are where you go the last uh uh, th these last weeks. So, and uh, Joe, this is from Alicia, and it, I know the answer to this question, but I, I think people want to hear from you. It, 
how much do you trust polling versus your gut at this point in the cycle? And, and what use can getting polls out now still really do for a campaign as a campaign manager? Well, look, I mean, you look, the, the, the thing people don't, you know, keep do, do, making the mistake, and the press does this too, it, uh, does this more, <laughs> the bigger mistake, is, you, you know, putting, paying so much attention to the head-to-head -head, uh, numbers in these polls. First of all, they, the head-to-head the, the -head matters in some ways. Like, it, look, if the incumbent is ahead by two points, but it's 42-40, that's different than being ahead by two points, 51-49. Uh, you know, uh, an incumbent at 51-49, there's no, I mean, I'm using numbers where there's no undecideds, uh, has an excellent chance of winning. Uh, an incumbent at 42-40, uh, that's going to be a problem, my friends. Yeah, you're in deep. Crap, you know, in the in the Jones, uh, uh, Doug Jones campaign in Alabama in 2017, as you know, Alex, well aware, you were there uh, every day with me. You know, we had two tracking polls a night in that campaign, and you know, one thing, you know, our listeners, I think it, it was one poll came in around 1:30 in the morning, if I remember right, and the second track came in around 3:34 in the morning. And, you know, intellectually, you understand that you could wake up at six in the morning and read them both. But the truth be told, if I recall you, we both wake, wake up around, uh, you know, one thirty. couldn't wait for, to see the damn thing. And then, you know, at four, wake up again, see that one. And by, you know, six. That's if we went back to we went sleep back in to between sleep. the two of them. But the thing about it was. Don't didn't look at the head. The head to head was bouncing all over from, you know, one point, four points down to four points up. Uh, actually, I don't think it was ever four points up. It, you know, we'd be up for a yeah. couple uh, nights. It was underneath looking at all the different numbers underneath on the issues. And it was really clear uh, that we needed to really focus on energizing and turning out the African-American community, black community in, in, in Alabama from those numbers. Uh, it was fascinating because as much as Doug had done, I mean, he, this is a guy who had prosecuted the uh, Klan for uh, the bombing of the 16th Street uh, uh, Baptist Church in, uh, in Birmingham, like chased them, you know, for years. I mean, literally, these, they hadn't been prosecuted, uh, you know, for decades. And, and Jones brought them to justice. What was fascinating was looking at the younger numbers, younger uh, voters in the community, African-American community, who were like oblivious. To, I mean, if you were 65, 60, you remembered um, the courage of this guy and how, ten how tenacious he was to take the Klan on and prosecute him and succeed at it. And if you were 24, you had no idea. Some of them didn't know that the there would have been a church bombing or, and it was also kind of like, yeah, so, but what's he done lately kind of thing. So we, we really started to focus on reaching out, educating, uh, making sure that younger cohort understood who Doug Jones was, how committed he was to civil rights and to their future education, other things, uh, kitchen table issues that, that he talked about. And and it made the difference in that in that race. So you now you look at you know the McCarthy putting out his uh, rebranded commitment to America message. Yeah. I'm really curious how's that yeah. going for it's, him. 
the Americans hate it. Uh, it's 24 points underwater. Uh, when you when you message it, and just let me read you how they messaged it in the Navigator poll, a plan that would place additional restrictions on abortion access, spend taxpayer dollars to complete a wall at the southern border, and repeal the Inflation Reduction Act, meaning Medicare would no longer be able to negotiate lower prescription drug prices. That's the McCarthy commitment to America, folks. When Americans know that, 32% support it, 56% oppose it, including including 23% of independents support it, and more importantly, 57% of independents oppose it. So, you know, when you're so, you know, so when you have that kind of data, that kind of polling right now, yes, the party. Then you can frame yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. How you frame it really matters and where you get your news matters. So, you know, buying strategically is really important. And like I said, you know, some of this can be delivered to, you know, uh, uh, you know, on digital social media, et cetera. So. It's not just, uh, although this is a message, I think, by the way, that could be pretty devastating on broadcast television if you, if, if uh, a campaign has the money to do it. Um, and if you know, we'll see whether the DCCC, you know, whether the, the party committees decide to put major bucks in some of these uh, key markets around that kind of message. But, the, you know, the, the important thing here is only 21 percent of Americans say they've heard anything about the commitment uh, to America thing that uh, McCarthy's put out. You know, and here's the interesting thing. If you watch conservative cable news, most have heard about it. OAN and 60% have heard it. Fox News, just 44%. But that just tells you, like, we have this devastating factoid that Americans would be rapidly opposed to this new commitment to America that McCarthy's putting out if they know about it. Uh, so you kids, you might see that shift you get get louder here in the last six weeks. We don't we don't know. Uh, certainly, there'll be campaigns that uh, uh, move in this direction. It also plays straight into the two extreme thing that people already believe about the Republican right. Party now. So you you've got this base of we bang away on the mega cult. Uh, it's clear to anybody with any uh, open mindedness at all that the mega cult has taken over the Republican Party and purged anyone that's not in it. And so now the next step is here. And you know what it means? Look at their commitment to America. Bang, 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 bang. You know, put those bullets out there. I'm talking metaphorical on a page uh, bullet points, not, not, not the way right wing will, which would be bullets. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. So we get that really clear. Uh, so, I mean, but to make those points repeatedly now and frame it as, just the next step step in what the you know if you thought the Dobbs decision was bad, wait till you see their plan um because that's right. one mistake we've made, I think a lot of uh democrats and and and, uh, and pro democracy people have, have made is we keep saying we have a plan they don't Joe Biden has a plan, the Republicans have no plan no no folks the republicans they, they do have and it's real yeah bad. they do have a plan. Their plan sucks. It's really bad. And I think uh, you could see that may be where this now turns. All right. 
Joe, I think we're going to have to wrap it there today. Oh, man, I was really looking forward to talking about the Italian election result. Okay. Thanks, everybody, for listening to that trippy show. We'll be back next week. Uh, remember, if you listening to this one, go back and check the, the last episode we dropped earlier in the week with Al Franken, our special guest. It, I, I think it was remarkable uh, just to hear him answer the questions. And, and I, I learned things about his family, his father, that left a, you know, it really impacted him and the way he, he thinks about what's going on now. I hope you'll give it a listen. We'll be back next week. Please subscribe to That Trippy Show and leave a review on Apple or wherever you listen. You can always send us a question to thattrippyshow at gmail.com or leave us a question in the review on iTunes. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.